Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Philly Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, April the 26th as we yet again, as always, whenever the Phillies are in Colorado, it feels like we come off. A rough series in Colorado. At least they took one, I guess, right? I mean, just a house of horrors. Uh, have not won a series there since 2012, I believe. Just, um, And we obviously know we talked about it heading into the series uh, this weekend on Friday. Um, but, you know, just the, the memories that we all have of Colorado uh, every year. They continue to be worse. And, and obviously nothing will be worse than that 2018 series where it was just the exclamation point on the disaster uh, run to end the season that was just the one of the most pathetic series I I remember in, in my lifetime watching the Philadelphia Phillies play. Um, but um, this weekend wasn't that bad. Uh, yesterday was. Sunday's game was. Losing 12-2, just an embarrassment. But uh, Friday, a, a gut-wrencher, uh, a 5-4 walk-off home run loss uh, against the Rockies. Just that's, that's always a tough one. And um, – yeah, you felt it coming. The Phillies had the lead. We'll dive into each game individually, but had the lead. You felt it, um, and then uh, just slipped away. You know, and in 2020 Phillies fashion, or in uh, Phillies in Colorado fashion, slipped away. Uh, Saturday, able to to hang on, got out a win, and then yesterday, just a, a embarrassing, pathetic, disastrous performance. Bryce Harper uh, seemed like the only one who showed up for the game. Um, Really, and and it all look a frustrating performance across the board in Colorado. You win one of three, that's tough. The Rockies are one of the worst teams in baseball. They will finish the season as one of the worst teams in baseball. Um, and I, I know for some reason they always struggle there, but um, you want to see them take two or three there. Yeah, you, you have to take two or three there. Especially look, uh, you know, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. But the the Phillies have been lucky in the sense that even though they've struggled since that opening. Five and one start to the season that um, it bought them a little leeway in the sense that no one else in the division is really playing well. You know the Braves get swept yesterday, including the Madison Bumgarner seven inning no hitter, non no hitter, as a complete game seven inning no hitter that doesn't count as a no hitter. Which you know we we could talk about that I'm sure at length, but too much Philly stuff to do. Maybe we'll get to it at some point. Um, but the Mets uh, in first place, but only a game out of the Phillies. No one's really running away. It's kind of all bottled together. Um, but still, um, a disappointment. You want to see them go to Colorado and take two or three against this Rockies team. I know 
again, um, that for some reason they, they always fail in Colorado, but you hope this year's different. You hope this team's different, and it, and it didn't look it. And, and they are shorthanded, and, you know, we'll get into it, but the fourth and fifth starters obviously in this, you know, whether they're Vinny or Matt Moore and, and Chase Anderson are just so far from good enough for this team. And look, the bullpen, you know, uh, we – it's not as good as it was to start of the season, right? And I know they've had injuries. They've had issues. Losing Archie Bradley, issue. Um, losing Jose Alvarado for the last week or so, issue. Um, but certainly has, has leveled back to uh, to the median, so to speak, a little bit, uh, or to the mean uh, over uh, the last few weeks prior to, to looking so utterly dominant over the first uh, couple weeks of the season, which we expected. You know, that's, that's the way baseball works, but... Um, it certainly has not been pretty for the Phillies as of late. And, uh, and again, it's just disappointing. And, and it also, it just, it continues to hammer home this impossible to deny narrative that for some reason, this group of Philadelphia Phillies just stinks on the road. It's so strange, you know, uh, I mean, going all the way back to 2018. So this, this crew, you know, Harper and Romuto and Hoskins and all these guys together, um, 2019, 2020, 2021 so far, like they're horrible on the road. It's so strange. I, I, I know we've talked about it a ton of times and there's nothing I can, I can really put it towards, but whatever it is, I mean, the Phillies need to figure something out. I mean, this is unbelievable. Uh, second worst road record in baseball. Uh, ironically, uh, only worse is the Rockies. Um, who clearly don't have the same issues at home beating the Phillies as maybe they would have on the road. Um, but it, it's just astounding. I mean, at this point, that the Phillies still are, are this horrendous on the road week after week, game after game, from last season to this season, the season four is just, it's stunning. And uh, again, it's something that you 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 don't see in baseball that often, where teams are just really bad on the road. Um, so I, I don't know what they could do about it, what it is, if it's fluky or not, but but... It's certainly enough of a trend over the last few years that it's something that's worth looking into. The way you travel, the way you um, practice on the road, the way you you get your players up for games on the road. Who knows? Whatever it is. Um, so it's certainly something to, to think about. Um, and look, I, again, I, I think, and Girardi has only been here last year and this year, but I, so far, you know, not so good with him him on the road. And, and I've obviously been disappointed with Girardi so far this season. So... Um, you know, I think there's a lot of factors that go into it, but it's definitely, it's got to stop <laughs> this team, especially because this team's not good enough at home to, to carry that, um, that horrendous record on the road. So, um, yeah, it's something to worry about, something to be concerned about. Um, all right, let's dive into the, the action, the good, the bad, and, and eventually the ugly. Uh, it was really the bad, the good, the ugly is really the way to say it this weekend. Um, as, uh, you know, again, uh, a disappointing um, losing two or three. We'll look ahead, obviously, to the upcoming series starting tonight in St. Louis versus the Cardinals and the Mets later in the week. Uh, uh, a ton of straight baseball games. Still 14 straight days of baseball left after this 17-game stretch, three of which started this weekend in Colorado. So, uh, uh, you know, excluding rainouts, of course. So we'll see. Uh, a lot of baseball coming up. Phillies need to get on a roll here. Um, all right. Uh, Friday night, uh, just a bummer of a loss. It really was. It was... Um, you know, one of those classic Phillies losing in Colorado type of games. Um, they get up early, one nothing lead on a DD RBI ground out in the second inning. Then 
uh, at another on a Bohm RBI ground out in the fourth, and uh, and Vince Velasquez, of course, cruising through three, right? The 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 quintessential Vinny looks good, looks good. Second, third time through the lineup, second time, you know, uh, boom, uh, and uh, they get to him in the fourth. Trevor Story and C.J. Crone hit home runs against him uh, to make it two to two. Vinny ultimately, and look. As sad as this is, you'll take this from Vinny in Colorado. You will absolutely take it from Vinny in Colorado. Four innings, five hits, two runs, one walk, four strikeouts. Like that's a that's a solid Vinny outing in Colorado. It's crazy. It is sixty-seven pitches for Vinny there, um, but leaves it a two-two game. The Phillies take the lead in the seventh. Andrew McCutcheon a sack line, and then Reese Hoskins a solo shot as uh, Hoskins. Um, Starting to heat up. We'll talk more about Hoskins in, in the recap of Saturday's action, but Hoskins just really starting to get going. Uh, that is uh, That was his fourth homer of the season. He will end the weekend with more than that. We could say that, as we know. Um, but um, Phillies get a 4-2 lead, and you're feeling good. JoJo pitches well. Then David Hale gives up a run and ending a third. And, and David Hale, I mean, just not great. You know, we, we see too much of David Hale. I think that's a, a roster flaw, as we always talk about. Then Sam Coonrod, who has been really good, um, just doesn't get it done. Inning and two-thirds gives up three hits and one earned run. Uh, actually, you know, gave up both, essentially, but um, uh, earned uh, one towards him. But ultimately, um, the... Uh, the 4-2 lead evaporates uh, to 4-3 in the seventh. Then a Garrett Hampson home run in the eighth makes it 4-4. Four to four, And you could just feel it. You could just feel it. It just, you know, early on it felt like, oh, we're going to win this game. And then when it slowly, you know, one run, one inning, one run the next inning, it's like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And then uh, Hector Neris met Romil Tapia in the – Bottom of the ninth inning, and that was all she wrote. Tapia, a uh, fly ball to right over the right field. Fence to win it, a walk-off a crusher. Um, look, Hector would get the save in the next game. Um, I'm, you know, look, Hector's not the best ever, but he's not the worst. Hector's good. I, I think he's fine. He's This team just doesn't have a ton of options to close. You know, like when you look at them, uh, obviously I think Alvarado could be if, if needed, but he's too valuable in other spots. I mean, he's their only real weapon left-handed reliever you know i mean until jojo pitches a little bit better and whatnot so um it's uh it's a spot and and anaris look he hasn't blown many you know but um uh gives up the homer there and uh and that was it and a five to four loss a crushing crushing loss on the road in colorado game you should have stolen a game you should have had uh you get Vinny to only give up two and four innings in colorado you gotta win a game like that you know you got to win a game like that. And uh, and they weren't able to. The bats just unable to get going enough. Um, look, um, you go out to Colorado and you score four runs, seven runs, and two runs. That's not good enough. It's not. It's not close to good enough, especially when, you know, the percentage of runs is being created by Reese Hoskins and Bryce Harper in the end. Uh, just everyone else, not good enough. You know, flat out not good enough. Andrew McCutcheon, we'll get to him. He had a... a Big error once the game was out of reach again on, on Sunday, but but just lost. Andrew McCutcheon is lost to play. At the end of after Sunday, we'll look at some of the averages of some of these people or look at you know some, some of the numbers, the good and the bad, but um, McCutcheon yet again does nothing in, uh, in Friday's loss and uh, just um, really struggling. 
right now, as was the offense. Again, four four runs, not enough. Uh, you got to score some runs for Vinny. You got to score some runs in that spot and, and add some to that. Again, in Colorado, and Herman Marquez is good. He's their best pitcher. But uh, it was frustrating. It was frustrating to see the Phillies not be able to get just a couple more and, and hang on to that lead. And obviously, it's frustrating to see you know, the game blown by the pen and, and drips and drabs and, you know, not horrendous, but, you know, enough. One, 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 and that did it. Um, obviously, if they had had more runs, they could have had a little more leeway, but, you know, it, it is what it is, and, and they lose 5-4. to four. Moving on to Saturday, a, a must-win game, it felt like. Obviously not technically, but going in, it really felt like we need a victory in this one, and luckily... The Phillies heeded our prayers in this one, heeded our, our wishes as the Phillies come through 7-5. to five. Another one that was a little up and down at times. You weren't sure what was going to happen, but let's just say thank goodness for Reese Hoskins. Hoskins, the hero of the game. Hoskins hits two home runs, five RBI in the 7-5 to five win. Uh, get, gets the, uh, the Phillies get down early, uh, one nothing in the first. Uh, Trevor Story sacrifice fly. Aaron Nola just seemed to be working out of jams all game. Nola ends up going seven innings, four runs. Six hits, one walk, four strikeouts. Ends up getting the win. And, and you know what? Like in Colorado, um, I will say it was not vintage. It was not like, you know, the, the but he's just coming off that complete game, the 109 pitches. I thought um, obviously struggled at times, but but the dude battled. And to get through seven innings, especially on a streak like we're talking about where they have so many games in a row and in Colorado and you know Chase Anderson's coming up the next day. Um, that was big, getting through seven. He gutted that out. He didn't have it completely, and he was good enough to get through and to get them to a spot where Reese Hoskins could hit that three home run, three run home run in the sixth inning, and and then give him an extra one and uh, and and take it down um, and really get them ahead seven to five as the Rockies would score one run um, later. But Hector was able uh, off Brogdon. Brogdon, you know, struggling. Brogdon, the the horrible outing, the Girardi hanging him out, the dry outing against the Giants last week, but. Um, uh, one inning, one run here. It wasn't horrible, but he definitely didn't look great. And again, it's Colorado, so I'm not going to overreact or whatever. But uh, Neris does come in, you know, obviously the night after giving up the walk-off, gets the job done. A um, couple things from this game. Obviously, the Reese thing was huge. Also, like, I mean, I don't know how many times we could say it anymore, but but watching Roman Quinn play baseball is is about the worst thing that that there is like he made a nice play on friday night actually came in got a hit stole base scored a run it was like all right roman doing stuff and then the next night you reminded exactly roman quinn is uh first and second one out and he gets caught stealing third with hoskins up uh excuse me not with hoskins up uh, uh mccutcheon up and then uh, two plays late to one batter later mccutcheon walks hoskins hits a three-run homer should have been a grand slam it was just no need to steal there. Uh, Quinn's going to score in any play there. It was no need. It made no sense. He's a horrible baseball player, and and he's not even good at running the bases. Like, that's the one thing you're like, all right, well, if this guy's here, at least we have him to, to motor around the bases and do good stuff there. He's not even good at that. He is a waste of a roster space, literally a, a hole in the lineup. Roman Quinn, I know we've we've done this so many times. We keep making these impassioned pleas, take this guy off the team, but he's horrible. Like, he can't be on this team. It is a, it is a, a hole. As big a roster hole as you could possibly have is having Roman Quinn on your team and making him play is even worse. Like, if Roman Quinn's only possible major league value is as a pinch runner, and that's it. And even then, he does dumb stuff like that. Like, 
just can't be here anymore. Like horrible to and if and if whoever manager gave him the green light, if that was his own decision, so stupid. We've seen him do dumb stuff like that before in the base pass. If if it was a, a decision to send him, even worse. Just horrible all around. Horrible, horrible. I'm so out on Roman Quinn. Obviously, we all are, but um, just horrific, horrific. Anyway, the Phillies do win that game, which was nice, was needed. Thank you, Lord. Like, ah, got to get one out there. Unfortunately, then came Sunday. And the Phillies, with a chance to actually, like, win a series in Colorado, feel like, oh, maybe we can actually win a series in Colorado, win a series on the road. Ha-ha, how cool would that be? Nope. Wasn't to be. And the Phillies did get out early because Bryce Harper is the man. And Harper homers in the first and third inning uh, tank shots. The first 430 feet. The second one 468 feet. Went down and golfed it and just murdered it out of the ballpark his fifth and six homers on the season all of a sudden uh harper now uh you know up there with the league leaders in home runs and obviously in every category um he's been awesome 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 but unfortunately that was it the Rockies would score 12 unanswered runs 12 12 unanswered runs did you hear me did you hear what i said 12 unanswered runs just awful chase anderson disastrous three and two thirds six hits six runs three walks David Hale, a third of an inning, two hits, one walk, one run. Spencer Howard, no reason that Spencer Howard was out there, by the way. Their usage of Spencer Howard, especially if he's on an innings limit, as Matt Gell pointed out, is so strange. Like, what are you doing having him come into this uh, lost baseball game and just throw some innings in Colorado? I mean, no sense. This is where I get back to Girardi, and we're not going to go into t- today. we got too much to get into with these games and reacting, but... Joe Girardi needs to do a better job, flat out. I mean, the guy's obsessed with double switches. It's like enough. It just keeps making poor decisions with the bullpen and keeps leaving guys out to dry and making strange decisions, strange spots. David Hale in games when he shouldn't be. like I, None of it makes any sense. And I know he's shorthanded and all that stuff, but I, I've been very disappointed. You've heard me. I'll say it again. Very disappointed with Joe Girardi. Spencer Howard, two innings, three earned. And then... Uh, a guy who I didn't even know was on the roster, Bailey Falter. Sure, lefty. Gave up a couple runs uh, in a couple innings as well. Um, just all awful. All horrific. Again, a 12-2 loss. And, and look, we're going to kill the pitching, as we should. As uh, Corey Seidman, listen to this number. We're talking about Chase Anderson there and Vinny in the first game, but Philly's fourth and fifth starters this season. So essentially Matt Moore and Chase Anderson plus the Vinny start. 31 and two-thirds innings. 26 runs. 26 runs in 31 and two-thirds innings. 25 of them earned. It's almost a run an inning. It's almost a 9 ERA. Are we serious? I mean, that is Horrific. That is embarrassingly bad. 58 base runners in that 31 and two-thirds innings and 3.95 innings per start. Horrific. Horrific. You are not going to win. Like, you're not going to make the playoffs with that. Like, as good as your top three are, and they are, like, this is too bad. Like, the Phillies have to figure something out. I mean, they have to get guys who can give them some sort of innings more than anything. I mean, maybe part of the reason the bullpen hasn't looked so good the last couple weeks is because they keep having to come in after 3.95 innings and pitch these long outings. And you can't expect that the, the top guys to be great every time out. You just can't. It's a mess. Like the four and five starter, we, all, we talk a lot about the depth on this roster. You know that's been something I preach. 
Um, the fourth and fifth starter depth, the starting pitcher depth is a massive hole. Like probably the most important one. Probably more important than center field. Probably more important than anything else. McCutcheon, what a hole. So that's a disaster. We'll see how they remedy that. I mean, offensively, like we talked about, I mean, just so much disappointment. And as we've talked about so many times, this is a team that is only going to reach the heights we want it to if it's because of the offense. The other stuff, you can get better pitching than you expect. That that your three, you know, top guys are really good, but um, you need the bullpen to step up. But ultimately, if this team's going to be really good, it's because the offense clicks and carries them, and it's awesome. And man, it's just not happening. Outside of Bryce Harper and Reese Hoskins finally heating up this weekend again. Had uh, you know, as we know, had been struggling. Um, but Hoskins, you know, hits three homers over the weekend. He's up to six on the season. Still not getting on base at a Reese Hoskins-esque uh, pace. Only a 284 on base percentage, which is unbelievably low for Reese, but still the 548 slugging is awesome. But, um, you know, he's getting hot. But, man, um, Bryce Harper batting 338, 471 OBP, 662 OPS. Uh, excuse me, sl- uh, slugging percentage. The OPS, obviously if you do the math, is uh, in the 1100s. He's been unreal. Uh, Amazing. MVP-level caliber play, without question. Um, Everyone else is failing him. Uh, JT's been solid, too. Excuse me. JT, 306 average, uh, uh, 919 OPS. He's been very good, but that's it. I mean... uh, DD starting to to slow down. The OPS is low. Bohm still struggling. Um, obviously whoever's playing center field struggling, uh, and McCutcheon, just the biggest concern. I think of all those, you know, I think other guys will hit, uh, I'm not super worried about a lot of the offensive guys you can count on, but McCutcheon 154 average 300 OBP, which is higher than it's been. I guess that's something, um, a 231 slug and another 0 for four yesterday at the top of the lineup. Um, it's bad. It's bad. You know, um, he looks cooked. He looks over the hill. It looks like he's done. I, I hope he's not. And look, people have had bad Aprils and, and turned it around. Um, but it just doesn't look good, you know. And and knowing his age, knowing his history, knowing the ACL tear and when it happened and the recovery and all that, like, you know, it's um, – I think it's fair to wonder that if he's, you know, if he's ever going to be a good baseball player again. I think it's fair. Um, I hope it isn't. I, I love him. He's my favorite Philly. I love having him on the team, but he is absolutely hurting this team right now. But they don't have the roster depth. You know, again, like, and and one one positive before we, you know, get out of here, and there's so much to get into this week. You know, I didn't even get to talk about the Trevor Bauer thing uh, with, with Fernando Tatis and all that, which I loved and I want to talk about. Obviously, the seven-inning no-hitter is certainly something to talk about. Um, there's a lot to get into this week, but... um. But quickly, uh, one positive before we, we get out of here, Nicky Maton. Shout out to Nicky Maton. All that guy does is get hits. Uh, love Nick Maton. Uh, he is batting 500 on the season. Um, just unreal. I love Nick Maton. He's been awesome. He's played great shortstop, great second baseman in there. Like, just, just awesome. So, you know, nice to see someone come up and do some stuff. Um, it's not all bad. It's not all negative. But, um the problem is there aren't enough Nick Matons, you know, and they need guys who can step up and fill these holes uh, in the, the starting rotation in the bullpen in center field and all that. They don't have them. They don't have those guys and they have to go out and get them or find a way to trade for them or manufacture it or whatever. Um, so that's the concern, you know, and that's the thing that keeps popping up. And um, I think once they get Segura back, I think everyone getting a little healthier. I think, um, you know, I think there are things that you can be 
positive about. And I still think, look, they're they're a good team. They're not a, a great team. They're not a horrible team. Um, and again, the, the division is wide open right now. There's no one stepping up and running with it. So um, there's a lot uh, of positives still, but but they need to start winning these series. They need to start beating teams like the Rockies. Like they need to start stringing some things together because really momentum wise, I mean, after that five one start, they've been bad. They've been a bad baseball team more than not. They're ten and eleven. So, I mean, do the math. That's you know, five and ten over the last fifteen. It's bad. So um, it's time to turn around and turn around the road. I mean, again, until they start winning games on the road, we just you can't have any faith in this team. So that, that's massively important, too. So um, we'll see. It's a massive series coming up in St. Louis. They really need to get rolling here, get something going a little bit, especially while these other teams in the division are struggling. Like there's an opportunity to, to take advantage of, of this time and, and and get a get a little bit of a lead, get some games under you, get some, you know, Take advantage of it. And they just, again, have not been doing it. Um, so, again, big series coming up in St. Louis, a four-gamer before coming home for, a, obviously, big series against the Mets uh, this weekend at Citizens Bank Park after they end that that um, road trip. Uh, St. Louis tonight, Zach Wheeler against Adam Wainwright. You like that matchup. Wainwright, obviously, a, uh, a veteran, been around, but, uh, you know, past his prime. Uh, tomorrow, Eflin against Carlos Martinez, who obviously the Phillies did well against Martinez last time. Matt Moore now scheduled against Oviedo on uh, on Wednesday and then Thursday at day game. Nola against Kim. So a lot to get into there, a lot to um, to look forward to. We just need we need our, our, our pitchers to show up. We got Eflin, Nola, and Wheeler this series. Like, we need all those guys to show up. They have to. Like, they need to right now. We need those guys. So um, fingers crossed, right, as we can hope. We can pray. Either way, we'll be back to talk about it all uh, and so much more. As I mentioned, the Bauer stuff, all that stuff uh, this week, we'll get into it all. So until tomorrow, uh, please, please show up in St. Louis tonight, Phillies. Uh, And until tomorrow, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.